Okay, fuckers and fuckettes. I am trying this one here. I've never done one like this before. And I'm going to have a special co-host on with me here in about five minutes. I think he'll be joining. So, I'm going to get some of the bullshit out of the way before he jumps on. You all. with him she said she's gonna try and be quiet but i've known her the majority of my life i've actually known her longer than i've known him and knowing her she's not gonna be able to be quiet hey nick <laughs> so the co-host i'm going to have on here tonight is mcquagmire hopefully you all like the content that we get out of this one this out of the way before he jumps on if you haven't went over and checked out the dusty shed wood company yet you need to do it our trial sponsorship with them is up for my recordings i believe november 15th trying to talk him into keeping it going a little bit longer and possibly getting like I mentioned earlier some kind of a special giveaway for the show so get over there send some messages show a little bit of love and maybe we can get that special giveaway figured out it'll be a special one-of-a-kind piece that is a collaboration between the Dusty Shed Wood Company of a messed up northern border so get over there show them a little bit of love let them know you're listening and that we should really push through with this special giveaway if he's willing to do the special giveaway i will even continue on with the sponsorship for him for well i'll bring him on into the new year so send some messages show some love sponsorship going and help him grow like I said before it's his side gig and it helps make Christmas so much better for their kids alright so now I guess I will tell you who our special guest is that is coming on it is going to be some of the stories we've had some crazy crazy times over the years he may correct a couple of the stories i've told about him in the mcquagmire episode because he pointed a few things out to me that he didn't think was quite right so hopefully that'll go well well apparently But I'm noticing I can actually do up to seven co-hosts remotely. So this is pretty cool. Hopefully this one goes well. 
and the one I have scheduled for tomorrow also if that goes well and maybe I'll try and bring in the Hillbilly 145 for one as well just about guaranteed after I get a quagmire in there I can get the Hillbilly Quagmire, are you there? <laughs> Not bad. So, uh, I got the intro all done. I threw in my little sponsorship thing. And uh, told everybody that I'm sitting in my garage and you're sitting in your living room with your wife, Nick. And that she said, and that she said she's going to try and be quiet, but we both know that's not going to happen. <laughs> so how long have we known each other yeah I was gonna say it had to have been 2000 or 2001 that we met so was I there that night other guy oh <laughs> yeah actually if you go back in the episodes you hear a story about 45 getting the name 45 for pulling a 45 on somebody <laughs> <laughs> there we go everybody there's a little more uh backstory on where that nickname comes from ah you've stared down a few holes in your life you've seen one or two up close We never really had any issues when we first met, hey? We just kind of fucking hit it off. And... Where was that one at? Yeah, that was Captain and my bully. Well, yeah, I forgot about that one. But fuck, we've known each other for a couple years at that point, I think. That was, I think you were living at the trailer with, with me then, weren't you? Yeah, that was, yeah, that was either, yeah, that was, Yeah, you were in the second room, the one that, uh, the, yeah, the first one down the hallway. Yeah, well, left. 
or a bowl of hamburger helper. I know you have that picture somewhere. <laughs> well, didn't we have to wait? Didn't we have to wait for wave on top of the fucking bridge? I scrape it up off the floor finally when I got at the end. Yeah, I think that was what the picture you have is, is me scraping it up off the floor back into my bowl to eat it, I think. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> well, no, times weren't tough. We just didn't want to spend any money. Thank God for what? Oh crap. Yeah, I bet you yours is rolling now. Oh. Fuck me, what did we miss? Well, I guess we'll find out afterwards, and if we did, the next time I have Derek on the podcast, we'll have to tell it again. Because I don't want to lose that. I've never done one like this before. This you're you're popping my cherry, Derek. Hey now, I <laughs> yeah, you've we 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 do things first, <laughs> but no, you've never been inside. <laughs> I said, but you've never been inside me. But I remember. <laughs> Not that I remember. <laughs> yeah, well, there's a few stories that we don't talk about. <laughs> Those fucking things still haunt my nightmares. <laughs> I forgot about that. That was my mom that found those, wasn't it? <laughs> it would not have fucking phased her, though, honestly. <laughs> yeah, which one of those fucking weird cocksuckers was that? <laughs> Oh, 
yeah, I bet. You're fucking nuts hung to your knees out the si- out of those things. <laughs> that is the fucking... <laughs> oh, fuck. You, you were cutting them up in the living room. And you said you were going to go put them on, and somebody said you wouldn't. And you fucking did. Balls flat. Yeah, there was no denim there, really, other than seam. And that was, yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah, but come on. The stories my mother heard, the shit my mother saw, the shit my mother was around for with us, nothing fazed her. Nick knew my mom. Nick probably has some crazy memories of my mom and her mom, too, so. Yeah, they were both fucking nuts. Quagmire. Come on, I know you got another story. Yep, the nigger night. <laughs> Talk shit. You said, oh shit. Remember when we came home from Edmonton that time and the pipes froze the trailer? Remember that fucking smell when we walked in the trailer as soon as we opened the door? <laughs> and he had no clue. <laughs> Waffle, I love you, but you are a dumb cunt. <laughs> I still, to this day, don't remember.
死了<笑>。<笑> so now that we're talking about shit. How many, how many places did you see me shit that that a normal person wouldn't shit? Okay, so there's the cat seat. I think I touched on that in an episode. Um, there was the dining room floor at the where I wipe my ass with silk. Yeah, I, I touched on that one in an episode. Oh, <laughs> the scale house. That one was with Peg and Legan. So that's three. Where's the other one that you can remember? Okay, yep. Oh, fuck, I had to do that last time. Yep. Fuck, I forgot all about that one. That was right about the same time when I launched that fucking uh, Roman candle out my ass when I was pinching it between my ass cheeks. And that was long before Steve-O and those fucking idiots did that shit. Yeah, we did a lot of stuff before it was cool. Well, it probably isn't cool still, but we did it. And had a fucking blast doing it. Fucking right she does. I got to that. I guess I better touch on that one a little bit now that you brought that up, eh? Okay, well, we're partying in the bar. And Steve-O and the boys came up and they were doing their show at the bar. Show had just fucking started. They were just coming out on stage. And I ended up crowd surfing. And as I was crowd surfing, they threw me towards the stage. Well, when they threw me towards the stage, there was no stopping me. And I was headed right for Steve-O. Well, Steve-O fucking stroked me in the face. And he does hit like a bitch. But the bouncers that grabbed me and threw me through the back fucking door and laid the boots to me afterwards, they did not hit like bitches.
where they hate Jesus. What do you take? What are you taking shots at? Sounds like it would have been good. Mm. Mm. Yeah. remembers the OC. He was trying to, it was cheap night for drinks at the bar. <laughs> what was my fucking show? <laughs> I, I still got the DVDs. <laughs> oh, fucking horrible, but for some reason I love it. Only show, only show I would ever miss a night at the bar for. And it wasn't even that I was going to miss the night at the bar. I just had to spend my hour in front of the TV watching it because I was that much of a fucking jerk. Did not bad.
I remember. Yeah, you guys came straight to the trailer. <laughs> Fuck, you were mad. <laughs> I think I think that was the maddest I've ever fucking seen you. <laughs> yeah, you did all right. <laughs> you did all right. <laughs> Fucking right she did. I worked enough. Must have been pretty gassed up. Remember the fucking rat? Remember the rat battles in that bar? The rat battles? Oh, maybe you weren't around for those. I know Hillbilly remembers them. Well, then I won't talk. Oh, yeah. No. I was the Eminem of the North. <laughs> hey, I would have melted in a hand or a mouth. It didn't <laughs> the top of a grain elevator. No, we don't. That was the one that burnt, wasn't it? Really? Fuck me. We got to go back up and see if it's still there. <laughs> could, you, could you imagine how nasty that 18-year-old fucking lucky logger would be? <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. That would actually be a wicked place to do an episode. <laughs> it was fucking dirty 20 years ago. The bags of pigeons we used to haul down. <laughs> the one that you packed in your... going to release them in the mall, but we never did it. Yep. 
straight up in the air and straight that direction. So what else are you guys drinking besides uh, the chops? It's decent stuff. Yeah, it's decent stuff and it's cheap as cheap as balls. <laughs> I'm drinking leftover Coors Light from when the captain was down. Uh, two, three weeks ago. Oh, Thanksgiving weekend. Yeah, he showed up here Friday night. We got gassed up Friday night. Saturday, I took him out to a corn maze because he'd never been to one. And yeah, he thought it was absolutely amazing. I, th I think this is the first episode we've ever had puns on. Hopefully you all thought it was punny. Remember? Oh, yeah, I forgot about that one. <laughs> and you were both naked? Oh. He is a savage motherfucker. I don't know about that. You had, you had a video of my bully begging me. <laughs> I understand the captain showed you pain that day, but I remember watching the fucking video, and the, the no, the sound hit before the fucking hand did. Yeah, because if you could send me that video, I'll actually put that video on the YouTube page. 
fucking brutal. Yeah, because he was a fucking bully prick. That was the that that was the stripper he was dating, right? That was the stripper he was dating, wasn't it? You know it's bad when we had a stripper living with us and she thought we were fucked. <laughs> <laughs> I did. There it was it only ever happened a couple of times, but I did. But she also knew that I never would have fucking tried anyway because the worst part was before they started dating, I got lap dances with them. And then after they started dating, I said to my bully, I was like, you realize she was one of my favorites and now I can't even watch her on stage. And he, and he just laughed. He's like, Serves you right, asshole. I'm like, what do you mean serves me right? Fuck you. You ruined my fun, you prick. <laughs> and I can't touch it. It's under my nose. I can smell it, but I can't touch it. <laughs> uh-huh. Were you there that day when... She had her her crotch rocket parked out in front of the house, and my skunkles showed up. My skunkles fucking showed up and started screaming at me about having a crotch rocket in the fucking driveway. And I hollered out the window, it's not mine, it's a stripper's. And then it was okay. <laughs> Especially my skunkles. There was no argument after that. It's not mine. It's the strippers. 
<laughs> Pretty much. Fucking right, we'd all be in jail. Remember that fucking Christmas party, New Year's party we threw when I came home from the bush that time? And it was 45 minutes to get from the couch in the living room to the fucking fridge in the kitchen? fucking retarded and then i got back out to camp after new year's and i remember people coming up to me going hey that was your place or hey we saw you at that party and i was like yeah that was my place who the fuck are you and they're like we talked for 45 minutes i'm like no no we fucking didn't (laughs) oh fuck me that that trailer man fuck did we have some good times there Well, when I first met my wife, the first time she was there, also brought her because she was pregnant. Oh, fuck, these RQ beers are making me great. And uh, we brought her over in the middle of the afternoon, and she's like, oh, this looks like a nice place because we always kept everything clean except for the fucking dishes. And he's like, yeah, go look at the fridge. She opened the fridge door, and she says to this day, all that was there was a bottle of ketchup and something else, soy sauce, I think. It might not have been soy sauce. (laughs) And she's like, what the fuck? And she's like, what the fuck do these guys live off of? And Waffle said, Oh, just wait till we come home from work. The fridge will be full. <laughs> he brought her home from work because it was a bad snowstorm and she was pregnant and he didn't want her on the highway. <laughs> and she went and checked the fridge. And sure as shit, the fridge was stuffed full of fucking beer. <laughs> and there was always that 15-pack in the crisper tray that we couldn't touch because that was the captain's. Yeah, if we had ta- if we had tapped into it, because times got tough, <laughs> we had to make sure it was there. It was back there. He still told me that he remembers one time. It was Canadian that he left there because that was what he always left. <clears throat> he said he came back, and it wasn't Canadian. It was Kokanee, I think. And he said I never said a fucking word, and I just shut my mouth and drank it. <laughs> There was times his beer would sit there for six, eight, nine months. Oh, yeah. Yep. Uh huh.
still to this day. <laughs> oh, remember when you came and saved me and Baby Ray from Grimshaw? I'm not <laughs> just going to say the smell of rotting moose meat. <laughs> the white Chevy. That thing still cried way too young. Fuck. Fuck, I gotta bring this one up. The night the cops drug me out the window of your truck from the back seat because I was trying to save Justin from Victoria because he had warrants and you shouldn't have been driving. And we sat through a green light talking to Kathy, I think. And the cops lit you up after you sat through the green light. And fucking Justin from Victoria started freaking out because he had warrants. But no, stupid ass had to fucking start opening his mouth when I told you both, I got this, you'll be fine. And I started throwing a fucking tantrum like I always did when it was time to save one of my buddies from an affair. Yeah, I think I was actually drinking my jugs of Bazooka Joes. Well, no, that's that's it. That's honestly, man, I have said in some of my other episodes, I don't approve of the shit we did. But it was a it was a way it was a way different fucking time when we were doing this shit than what it is now. And if, if my kids tried to pull the shit that we did, I'd thump their fucking heads out. That's when it's my time to start going off.
when the guy in the back seat starts to go off. That's laying on top. And I'm, I'm laying on There's so much shit in the back seat of this extended cab truck. <laughs> I you, you could not see the seat. I was literally laying across sub boxes and God only knows what else was in there. And uh, the cops grab me as I'm throwing my fucking tantrum and drag me out over top of McQuagmire's seat to throw me in their cop car. They're dealing with me and with Justin from Victoria. Something happened that pissed me off. So they're letting him drive home and they're following him, waiting for him to make a mistake as he's driving. And I'm screaming at them. Fuck you, he's wasted, and you're letting him go home? <laughs> and we went probably, it would have been to the cop shop about 15 blocks. And they followed him, and he didn't make a fucking wrong move that entire 15 blocks. Looked at me and said, Uh... You were further, or you you weren't even halfway. From where the trailer was to where we got, to the block north of where we got stopped was 32 blocks. And the cop shop was 15 blocks from where you got stopped. And you know what else he did like a good friend? No, because you're a piece of shit. <laughs> I think you're the only asshole out of all the years and all the buddies I saved for imperatives and spent the night in the drunk tank for that didn't come pick me up. <laughs> Oh, and it wasn't the only time I ever walked home from spending a night in the drunk. <laughs> I didn't think I had to. <laughs> what? Really? Did you guys did you guys listen to the episode A Night with the Captain? My episode that I put out, A Night with the Captain, did you guys listen to that one? Oh. You gotta listen to it. That is one of my best nights ever in the drunk tank. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh. Well, actually, I didn't end up in the drunk. I didn't end up in the drunk tank that night. I was in Seve Cells because I got charged. But Archie was in the drunk tank. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Pink cowboy hat. <laughs> well, I was working for Cal Fire as a retreads one at that time. And it was I think three layers of rubber on the inside with the retread tin patch that said it was a retread. Then one more of those patches and Probably four or five more rubber layers on top of it. Oh, that fucking thing thumped so bad it was horrid. shortest way was riding through the park. Yeah. Yeah, that was a long fucking ride. That was, well, if it was straight down the, the one road, it would have been 32 blocks straight and then roughly 8 to 10 blocks over. So, <laughs> like 45 city blocks. That was a long fucking ride. <laughs> what was that one? Remember when we went to the theater and we took the Everclear? Ate through the bottom of our cups? <laughs> Couldn't tell you. And the bottom fell off. Yes, sir. Club, but it would have been right around that time. Because I think it was still you had, I think, was that your station wagon or was that your Beamer that you were driving then? Because I don't think it was one of the trucks. Mm hmm. Fuck, so that would have been right after we met, within a year or two of the time we met.
had blonde hair. Oh, fuck me. I frosted my tips before I went down to Victoria. So did uh, Justin from Victoria. We, we tried talking Brent into frosting his tips for that trip. He wouldn't do it. Nick, you've seen pictures of me and McQuagmire when we were young. We were damn good looking. You'll you'll say one of us is still damn good looking now just because you married him. I know how fat he's got. <laughs> This is awesome. It's great. He was always a beer guy, though. No, he that was that was a very short-lived phase because he he couldn't hack the hard stuff. It beat the hell out of him. It made him puke. It made him puke in the sink and shit in the toilet and sing a song about it. <laughs> yes, sir. I know I used to use that DVD player in the bathroom to jerk off a lot. To just yeah, 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 exactly. Remember when we had that thing plugged into your stereo, and we were driving downtown with porn cranked? Oh my fuck. That was the same night we had the the dark fella with us. <laughs> and we had the tune the what the hell song was it? Wasn't it fish? <laughs> and everybody's looking at this truck. 
the gay bar that night? Yeah, I think that was it, buddies. <laughs> I ended up in buddies by myself one night. <laughs> it was a leather night in there. Let me tell you. I realized that was a mistake real fucking quick. So you went back after that? Fuck. <laughs> you know what? Leather night wasn't that bad. <laughs> That's actually funny because, you know, the, the ship's passing in the night thing I find is fucking hilarious. Because, uh, well, you heard the stories about the night that one of the Justins got pushed down by the guy in the red shirt for talking to a chick, don't you? Well, that chick he was talking to, I'm now married to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I don't remember if you were there that night or not. We were in the pool room, and that Justin went out to grab a drink and stopped to talk to this chick. And her boyfriend at the time, which is now actually my oldest son's birth father, didn't like it and pushed him down. <laughs> that was a crazy thing. Yeah, ship's passing the night. Well, 
Pierce in the dark order. This hurts. Oh, Ams. I don't know, that was tricky. Yeah, I am. Trying to figure out why I'm glitching. Um, can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Hello? Well, you've listened to a couple episodes, you know how I try and end. Still just popcorn, eh? All right, well, since we're having some major technical difficulties. Yeah, what the fuck? Um, all right. Having some major, major technical difficulties here. Hopefully, you can all hear this. I'm going to end it on this, as I always do. Don't walk a mile in my shoes is that one addressing. Live 30 seconds in my head, and you will understand why I am a messed up voting boy.